Make your strong marriage even stronger with Focus on the Family Canada's new marriage enrichment conferences and retreats. Based on the proven, biblically-based principles that come directly out of the Hope Restored Marriage Intensive Counseling Program, these principles provide couples with practical tools to create a more vibrant, intimate, and loving marriage. For registration details, call 1-833-2-ENRICH or visit enrichyourmarriage.ca. That's 1-833-2-ENRICH or visit enrichyourmarriage.ca. That's what we're talking about because we all need people that are going to go up the hill with us. We yeah. weren't created to do life alone. And, and if that was missing, that could be a really key reason why we're feeling stuck. That's Carrie Trent Stageberg talking about how to move into a place of connection and caring and calm with the support of others. Welcome to Focus on the Family. Your host is Focus President and author Jim Daly, and I'm John Fuller. Today we're going to be talking with Carrie and her dad, well-known author and speaker, Dr. John Trent, about a concept called life mapping, which is a big picture perspective that we all need in life. That's good, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, I think it's been 40 years since Dr. Trent first did the, uh, the life map. And uh, there's been a lot of people that have been helped by this. I'm thinking of the pandemic, all of its aftermath. People, I think we use the term being derailed. You know, mm-hmm. you just you just fall out of where you were headed. I saw it with the high school kids that my boys are running with. I mean, many of them didn't go to college. They had planned to go to college. But, of course, everything was shut down for a while, and they didn't go to the dorms. They didn't. Now they're ski instructors up here. Huh. And they were smart kids, STEM research kids. And hopefully that you know generation will get back on track. I hope they're listening to this program about life mapping today. Uh, there are eight steps to creating your own life map, which John and his daughter Carrie share in the book, Where Do I Go From Here? If you're asking that question, I think we're going to have the answer for you today, or we're going to help you find the answer. And I'm looking forward to this discussion. I am as well. And uh, Dr. John Trent has been here a number of times. He's a nationally known speaker and best-selling author and president and founder of strongfamilies.com. Carrie Trent Stageberg is uh, also with uh, strongfamilies.com as a writer and speaker and co-founded a consulting company, I believe. Uh, The return guests here and the complete title of the book published by Focus on the Family in Tyndale is Where Do I Go From Here? Life Mapping Your Way from Personal Chaos to Purposeful Calm. Mm. And you can learn more about the guests and the book at focusonthefamily.ca. Uh, John and Carrie, welcome back. Hey, yeah. thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, Thanks always for fun. Yeah. I enjoy. Now you're living down in Arizona. I love Arizona. Oh, it's just wonderful, and uh, <laughs> uh, never gets hot. And so oh, yeah, right. Oh, well, I was going to say I love it, especially in January, February, when it's like minus forty here yep. in Colorado. Yeah, I, that's when my husband and I come down. We're up in Seattle, so okay. we, we move in for, for the winter, basically. So, mom and dad, that's it, right? Yeah, that's the winter. And now that we have visit. grandkids, they're okay with. It, so. That is good. Well, listen, uh, let me start with you, John. Uh, I think the right question for those that don't know about life mapping is what is life mapping and how did it uh, come to be such a big part of your ministry? Well, um, it really is. I mean, we're coaching people all the time now, not just to create a life map, but we're, we're training life mapping coaches, which has really been fun. Um, but it all kind of goes back to really what's going on today so much and really what you mentioned. Uh, I'm here to tell you, we live at, there's so much chaos, there's so much change. And unfortunately for a lot of people, what happens is in the midst of that, it's almost like we just get, you know, we just get stuck. We just shut down. And there's that 
sense that you know we're we're just stuck so isn't that weird at the same time everything's changing we don't want to change we're just stuck we don't know what to do and what life mapping does is really helps you take hold of okay what are the pictures of my life story does it have purpose there's so many people today that just think there isn't a future. There is mm. no purpose. I mean, we're hearing that constantly is a huge message on social media. And so if there was ever a fantastic time for answering that question, well, where do I go from here with all this chaos, with all this change? And that's what life mapping does. And we'll get into that because yeah, we'll it talk, really helps. Yeah, we'll talk it yeah. through. But I, I really want to capture that person that is, you know, okay, this sounds interesting. Describe the adjectives of that person that needs this. Yeah, well, I would say for a lot of people, uh, I, I think, uh, John, you mentioned your wife does puzzles. Uh, she does love puzzles. Yeah, yes. you know, and uh, I live with somebody like that uh, for 40 some years. So we have a puzzle out all the time. So now try a puzzle box with no cover, you know, try a, a puzzle. With no picture? Yeah, yeah. let me say that. I, I can't even so. get started without the yeah. picture. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, but when you, when all of a sudden you see, you know, just life is a bunch of pieces because here's something huge, okay? When life isn't connected, when you don't see any connections, then it kind of just leads to chaos and it seems like it's all random. And for so many of us, man, we, we think my life's out of order, for right. example. So you're giving me those adjectives yeah, then. Exactly. Out of order, yeah. kind of confused, don't yeah. know what to do next, yeah. those kinds and, of and, things. And, and they're also, I think for so many people, it's like, well, why bother? What difference does it make to have a clear purpose in life? And, <laughs> and, and you know, I, I'm just going to go with the flow. But the problem is today that is just throwing you everywhere. Well, and that can be the feeling of that. It can be a little overwhelming if you're not a yeah. process person. You yeah. Know, I kind of lean into, well, God will open a door. He'll close the door. I'll wake up tomorrow and just, you know, see where he wants to go with me. Yeah. And that, that can be a little bit freeing, but also a little bit daunting for some people. We're not all wired the same. Well, and, you know, when things are going well, that's easy to, mm. you know, kind of deal with. But all of a sudden, we're dealing with tons of people where, you know, for example, working with this one guy and he started off playing hockey at five years old, ended up at the pinnacle of hockeydom <laughs> and, uh, you know, a pro player. And um, now think about what that does. OK, you've got a clear purpose. You've got all these friends and associates and everything that is, you know, in geared, in, in, geared towards that. And then he blows out his knee to the point where his his whole career is gone. Mm -hmm. Now, what has he lost? Just almost everything. And, yeah, purpose, uh, direction. Purpose, direction, where he's going. So tons of people who need to answer that question, where do I go from here, are in transition. They were married, now they're a single parent. You know, yeah. They had a job, now they don't. Right, yeah. yeah, all those things. Carrie, let me ask you, what I love about science often, yeah. and, you know, you're a psychologist, John, you're a counselor. Yep. Um, in that context, you're pulling this right out of the book of Revelation. I yeah, think Revelation absolutely. 2 5. Yep. So lay that groundwork for us, Carrie, how scripture backs us up. Yeah, you know, I think the thing that's so incredible about that verse is it's really, um, you know, Jesus is talking to the church and he's kind of walking them through. He tells them seven things that they did that were wonderful, but he tells them this, you know, you, but you have left your first love. 
And he gives them a plan to get back to it. And really that plan is to remember from where you've fallen, which if you think about it, we we don't fall from a low point. We fall from somewhere higher, right? Mm-hmm. You have to at least be upright to fall. Right. Um, and then he says, repent and then do the deeds you did at first. And really, so the Bible gives us this incredible outline or even instructional plan on here's how you can get back on track when things absolutely derail. And life mapping really gives us a process to do that. And that's really what it's based around each of those elements, the remember, the repent, and and the do the deeds you did at first or get a new plan to move forward is all incorporated in life mapping through the beauty of seeing the pictures of our life story. Yeah, which is great. And again, we're going to do that. We'll post that, at least that framework for the life mapping. People can get the idea. But we'll also offer you the book, which has got everything in there that you'll need. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Let me ask you, John, you have a story about your first day in seminary. I I always love your first day things. First day at school, first day (laughs) at football practice. They always go really well for him. You're like the epitome of, uh (laughs) uh-oh. But that first day in seminary, something occurred. uh, What happened and how did it teach you something? Well, it really leans into kind of where does life mapping start? So remember, Carrie mentioned remember from where you've fallen. Okay, now for so many of us, when we're sitting down with somebody, their life's in chaos, they're stuck, they're in transition, all of that, you know, and you ask them, uh, okay, so tell me about your strengths. (laughs) <laughs> what's, the, what's the first thing they say? It's like, well, if yeah. I had any, do you think I'd actually be in here? If right. I, and, and it is amazing how challenges and transition can just wipe away, you know, that sense of who we are. So what we really do is help people decade their strengths. Hmm. So remember from where you've fallen. So we use a concept called storyboarding where we throw out ideas, one idea per card. And what we're looking to do is literally put 20 or 30 things in a person's life story, because that's really what this is. This is like taking the pieces of a life story, even something that big, and highlighting those. So just to answer your question about seminary, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't know 100% where I'm going other than I had graduated from mighty TCU, the Hone Frogs, and <laughs> ended up going to Dallas Seminary. But I wasn't sure. I wanted to work with families, but, you know, you're there to learn how to be a preacher. But I wanted to be in family ministry, and I walk into the Christian home which is with a guy named Dr. Howard Hendricks. Great Dr. Howie Hendricks. The Howie Hendricks, you know, and just incredible. And he goes, he was from New Jersey, had this gravelly voice. And he goes, you know, men, because there were only men back then at Dallas Seminary, I'm so old. And um, and he he, he goes, all right, I want you to, I'm going to give you a test. If you pass this test, you'll be successful in ministry. If you don't, I can almost guarantee you won't. Wow. Okay. No pressure. Yeah. So I, <laughs> Sounds you know, like a good test. I'm a new yeah. Christian. You know, I never took one Bible class before I went to seminary. I'm sitting next to these guys that are, you know, from Wheaton and all these, you know, the Bible majors in college, you know. So I'm thinking he's going to ask about the Hebrew kings or something to get them in order. And, <laughs> get them in um, order. And he goes, prove your I know, I'm just thinking, what is this? And he goes, We're all, all right. in trouble. So here he goes, all right, take out a piece of paper. And he goes, I want you to write down your three greatest weaknesses and i'm sitting there going oh my gosh if this is what makes you really i'm gonna 
I'm going to be really good. Boom, boom, boom. They come to mind quickly. Oh, my gosh. Only I mean, three. Here they are. Yeah. Yeah, I, only, yeah, only three. I, I do like 20, you know, I've got, I get a legal pad out, you know, kind of a deal. And everybody's writing. And I'm always sitting in the back of the room. I'm the back of the room guy, you know. And so I'm looking down at 100 students and they're, they're all right, having no trouble coming up with their weaknesses. And so then he calls times out and he goes, okay, that's not the real test. Flip it over and here's the real test. What are your three strengths? Hmm. You know, what's God put in your life? And so that's what we do with life mapping is we start out, remember from where you've fallen. You want to get to back to that kind of that first love with Christ, that sense of uh, just being in love. You know what love does is it gets you moving. And and so we start off with helping people see their strengths. And uh, Kara, we even use something called the Connect Assessment. Yeah, Dr. Dewey Wilson helped us with. Yeah, and we we've been on here talking about lions and otters and golden retrievers and beavers, <laughs> and you know, Focus has published the two sides of love, which is all about that. And so, it, you know, for a lot of people, like he said, they come in and and they're they're going, well, I don't have any strengths, or I don't see them, or I thought it was a strength, but someone just told me it wasn't, or you know, this season is confirmed, maybe that's not it. And so we're helping them through using different tools and and memories of the past to really identify. Man, this is who God created me to be. This is about my identity. Um, and these things, regardless of circumstances, are unshakable. No, that's good. In fact, you created a quiz, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Connect Assessment. Yeah, connect where you assessment. can ta- so you can take that and find out what animal you are and right. all the fun things. I think I know I, you and I are both otters. Yeah, yeah. I remember slightly, correctly. Slightly otters. Yeah. Those are the party guys. Come yeah. on, let's go have fun. Yeah. Fun, 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 fun. So yeah. the lion, everybody dreads the lion. Yeah. You know, the can-do person. Let's go. Take that's the hill. Right. Yeah. And so on. And the, but thank goodness we have golden retrievers in this room. Yes. And, and, uh, and, then and the be- beaver. Be- and the beavers that are actually taping this. You know, yes. My wife's uh, the beaver. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let's do everything exactly yeah. right. Let's so, make yeah. pancakes exactly to the amount <laughs> exactly. required. Exactly. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you, Carrie, uh, why do you think, you're hearing your dad you know, talk about that moment, writing down his strengths became very yeah. difficult. Why is that so difficult for us to do? You know, I think for so many of us, there have been things that have erased or are trying to erase our identity. I mean, we have an enemy that's actively trying to do that. And mm. especially the voices in, in this culture right now are trying to do that in oh, so many boy, ways yeah. or to tell us we don't have a purpose, we're not valuable, or the way that we were created isn't right. It's wrong. We need to change everything about us. And so it's just under attack right now. And that's really, again, where we want to give people that sense of identity of this is who Christ created you to be. And man, that can change the world. And and I know for me, um, you know, when I was in an abusive situation, I just wasn't able to hear it. I had people that were willing to tell me things about myself that were true, but I couldn't hear through the lens of what was happening to me. And I remember he actually gave me, uh, tricked me into meeting him. He offered to buy me new tires, um, which, you know. That's worth the trip It it was. was, I was like, yeah, a thousand bucks, time with dad, you know, I I think I'll do it. Yeah. uh, But he gave me a list of 10 truths about who I was. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I didn't even want to take the paper. Yeah. But I did. Wow, that's and, amazing. And uh, when things would happen or, you know, my ex would say things, I found myself going into the bathroom and pulling out that paper uh-huh. and going, I don't know if that's true. And then I kind of want it to be. And, yeah. well, maybe that could be. And so we're really trying to help people change those pictures where maybe they've been told they didn't have value or purpose or who they are is wrong and giving them a sense of getting back to that identity in Christ. That's good. Wow, powerful. This Focus on the Family broadcast will continue in just a moment. 
Evolutionists claimed that leftover junk DNA was evidence for millions of years of evolution. Creation Ministries International Scientist demonstrates that even what was wrongly called junk provides powerful evidence for a master designer who wrote the genetic code for all living things. Creation Ministries International shares scientific and historical evidence for the Bible in churches all across Canada, and we have no set speaking fee. Find out when a CMI speaker is in your province and available to visit your church at creation.com slash visit. Focus on the Family Canada is celebrating 40 years of ministry in Canada. Since the beginning, we focused on helping Canadians nurture, protect, and invest in their families so they can thrive. We were separated for, for a year and a half. At that point, lawyers were involved. We were done. We were ready to sign papers and just kind of walk away. And then I just saw, oh, multiple times, I saw the ads for the Focus on the Family marriage intensive and I would throw it in the garbage and I would see it but it was always there in the back of my head and I was like well what if there's something there that they can teach us that will help us I said okay let's let's try this over four decades of ministry we've received more than 70,000 counseling calls prayed for a million people and welcomed over 2,000 individuals and couples to our retreat centers none of this would be possible without your support thank you Join us in celebrating. Visit focusonthefamily.ca forward slash four zero. Thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. Let's resume now with the balance of today's programming. John, one additional important part of life mapping before we get into some more of the pictorial approach to this is identifying high hill people. Yeah. Yeah. What is a high hill person? Well, all right. So think about it again. We're there's those three parts to life mapping. You know, there's that. You know, remember from where you've fallen. All right, you do have some strengths. God can use you. You know, you don't have to just deprecate. You know, anything you've done because you're not perfect or you've done it out of order. Because mm-hmm. so many of us think, well, I did life out of order. You know, I did I did this and this, so none of it counts. But you know, that's not true. Uh, so we start off by helping them focus on their strengths. But who was it that just thought you were awesome at some point in your life? And here's where it all comes out. is it, University of Virginia did a study where, and it was a visual perception study, a, a guy named Prophet uh, that, that did this study. And they would take students. So picture, you know, you're walking on campus and there's a big high hill uh, right there on campus. And they would grab people that were by themselves. And then they would grab people that were with somebody. So with the people that were all by themselves, so, you know, you put this backpack on them, you're looking up the this high hill, and it's a perception study. So how high is it and how hard is it to climb? And when you were, the people that were by themselves, every one of them overshot. It was mm. higher and it was going to be harder to climb. Mm. But when you had somebody standing with you and they put their hand on your shoulder and they got a backpack, they're going up with you. And guess what? The mountain shrank. Oh. What I'm getting at is, is what we're saying is, all right, now, who is it that was absolutely crazy about you? When you walked in the room, man, their eyes lit up. And, and Carrie, explain, we, we've got yeah. kind of a thing we can coach them right now yeah, to do. Yeah, so wherever you are right now, kind of think back to where were you when you were 10 years old? Um, you know, and if you lived in an apartment, you can kind of levitate or whatever, but you're 10 years <laughs> old and you're looking in your home. 
Is there somebody there whose eyes just lit up when they saw you? Mm. Who was it that was crazy about you? And, you know, unfortunately for a lot of us, maybe there wasn't anybody or, you know, it, we hear, we honestly hear this all the time. It was the dog. The dog was excited. Yeah. My family wasn't, but yeah. my, you know, we had, I at least had a pet, but what, maybe it was a coach. Maybe it was a teacher. Maybe it was a friend or a random stranger or somebody that just really made a difference. And you could just tell, man, that person is so excited to see me Yeah, and their eyes just light up. And that's that's what we're talking about because we all need people that are going to go up the hill with us. We yeah. weren't created to do life alone. And and if that was missing, that could be a really key reason why we're feeling stuck. A hard, concrete example of that, I think, was a teacher that you noticed and she or he was helping a student named Mark. And you, I think that was in the, the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and basically she got uh, these students you know they're all it's the end of the year everybody's having a tough time staying focused you know and Never. so she stopped everybody and she says all right quit the, i want you to take out a piece of paper and she had written down everybody's name from the class on this piece of paper all right it was actually two pages so you had everybody in the class and you had to write down the the thing about them that you like the most or you thought was really neat about them and then she collated those she took them all went home collated them all uh all the responses and so each kid got like 30 you know uh, or 25 however many students were in there yeah. you know and for one kid it, it made all the difference in fact when he died he was uh, a soldier that was killed um when he when he died that was his folks at the funeral gave the teacher that said guess what he had in his pocket you know in his wallet yeah. when he passed away he yeah. had kept it for years it was all taped well up. yeah yeah in fact that's exactly what ecclesiastes says right that two are better than one because mm. they have a good return for their labor if either of them falls down one can help the other up but pity anyone who falls and has no one mm. to help them up yeah i mean again it's rooted in this great scriptural truth about the human dimension mm. well it, it is we were created for connection a good friend of us, Kenny Sandifer, wrote a great book with that title. And there's just that deep sense, that deep need we have. Man, remember from where you've fallen. Because remember, we want to be loving. So starting with strengths is huge. You know, that, that does uh, give me a little pause about loving your neighbor as yourself. Mm. Yeah. Have you spent time contemplating that? Yeah. Well, I mean, it is really hard to love other people when you don't love yourself. It's, yeah. it's just, but even that makes us wince a little bit yeah. as Christians. Like, how do we do that? It yeah. sounds yeah. like lacking humility. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, But I think there's a big difference between saying this is who God has created me to be and holding that in confidence yeah. because it's not us. He gave that to us. Yeah. And when that's in order, it's not pride, you know, and really he gave us these gifts to bless and serve and love other people yeah. and to show his light and love. So Which I think when good. it's in order, it feels... That pride kind of element disappears a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another aspect of the book is uh, identifying your freeze points. Yeah. So what what are freeze points? That's not when I stick my tongue on an ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be good. That's a, that's a great movie we watch every year. But um, you know, it, it's interesting. There's really two aspects to freeze points. So we've looked at the strengths, right? And so picture on their life map, they might have 20 things up there that are the positives. But now it's time to say, okay, what are the seasons of hurt? So, for example, my dad leaves, you know, when I'm two months old. He took one look at my twin brother and I, and, and that was, that oh, did that's it. that's sad. You know? I'm sorry. Well, that's I know, but, but it's like, it's just, you know, he was an old third Marine Division guy that 
came back from the war hating God and man and and just couldn't deal with it mm. and still trying to drink away all the pictures and couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so he took one look at twins and de- that was, you know, he took off and I never saw him again until till college. But the interesting thing, you know, is when you think about that season of time. Now, it, so that's what a freeze points does, is what is that season of time? Maybe yeah. you worked with somebody that was a really tough boss. And man, it was just every day you would walk in and then you start getting sick, you know, real easy. And you're, the doctor's going, what's, what, why are you getting sick so much? What's the stress in your life? Yeah. And it's that thing, or you're in a long season of hurt. Um, yeah. But here's the interesting thing, why we get them to talk about Okay, well, tell us about that season of hurt. In, in uh, Hebrews 5, 8, did you know, uh, it's interesting, but it says that Jesus was trained, okay, by the things he suffered. Huh. Okay, he learned obedience through the things he suffered. So wait a minute, how did Jesus learn anything? We think he learned everything, and yet he, we know that he also, you know, grew. But there is something about going through seasons of hurt that on the other side of it, you can learn, okay, Lord, what have you taught me through this? Yeah. So that's the second area, yeah. freeze points. And, and I think it's important to note, too, I mean, these can be individual, you know, like you talked about your dad bailing out or a season of abuse or a prodigal kid, but these can also be collective. Yeah. You know, we all just went through COVID, which was a huge freeze point for all of us, mm-hmm. you know, together, you know, think about seasons like the Great Depression and different things. So these can also be collective experiences that impact everybody as well. Sure. Right at the end, we'll pick up next time, but here, how do you thaw the freeze points, which I guess would be the goal? Yeah, Yeah. that is absolutely. But a big part of it is where um, you begin to look and see, okay, what was it that that produced in my life that God actually, and and this is hard. It's hard to get people sometimes to think about this. So there's nothing positive about my dad bailing out, okay? Uh, I'm not saying that at all, but it was when you begin to, when I began to look at it, we had to take responsibility really early. Right. Okay. You grew up single fast. Parent mom, we grew up fast. I was so open to the gospel because, man, I needed a, a dad. And out there, here comes Doug Barham, my young life leader that showed up. And John, you were Youth for Christ. I mm-hmm. imagine there was a Youth for Christ leader that showed up in your life. And I was so hurt and in need of things. So all of a sudden you begin to see, okay, that was a really tough season, but Lord, look at what you created in my life, you know, because of it, what I learned from it. And and so that's really where yeah. we're helping people with this whole life mapping well, process. Well, and is there anything in there that we haven't addressed that might be why we're still stuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, that's all good. You know, I'm thinking of characters of the Bible like Joseph. My goodness. Oh, Did he have yeah. stuff stacked against him? His yeah, brothers yeah. thought of killing him, sold him into slavery, but God used it in a very unique plan yeah. where he then, you know, ran Egypt and was able to give them food so they didn't die. I mean, it's amazing how there is a silver lining. And I love that scripture and a good place to end is with in uh, Psalm 34, 18, I believe it is, where it says he's close to the brokenhearted and saves those crushed in spirit. I mean, that the question is always, why don't we run to that then? Well, it's because we like comfort. Mm-hmm. But let's come back next time, pick it up, and talk more specifically about applying this to the life map, doing a pictorial, what yeah, that looks like. Sure. This has been really good. And, man, if we have touched some issues for you today, 
Um, first of all, we have caring Christian counselors mm-hmm. who are here to talk with you, pray with you, give you or provide to you some additional resources to help you move closer to God and hopefully yeah. get unstuck as we've talked about today. Certainly one of the best things we could do is uh, offer you the book that uh, John and Carrie have done, Where Do I Go From Here? If you're asking yourself that question, where do I go from here? Uh, Pick that up through Focus on the Family Canada. And when you do, all the proceeds go right back into helping families across Canada. Hmm. Well, uh, contact us today. Donate as you can and request that book by our guests. It's uh, once again called Where Do I Go From Here? Life Mapping Your Way from Personal Chaos to Purposeful Calm. Our number is 800, the letter A in the word family. And we've got all the details uh, about donating, getting the book, and reaching out to our counseling team uh, at focusonthefamily.ca or give us a call and we can tell you more. Our number is 800, the letter A in the word family. 800 232 And on behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team here, thanks for joining us today for Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller inviting you back as we continue the conversation and once again help you and your family thrive in Christ. <music>